0: On today's podcast, we are going to focus on probably one of the biggest stories happening um, around the world right now, mm-hmm. and that is, we're going to talk about the coronavirus.
1: Right. We had, some people had mentioned this to us uh, over the past couple of weeks, you know, should, would you guys talk about it? Would you mind, you know, explaining some of the ins and outs of this um, Uh, Disease, Mm -hmm. disease, yes, Mm -hmm. illness, disease, a virus. Um, So we thought, let's collect um, what information we can gather that's reputable. What prompted us to do this is that uh, we, in the United States, had our first confirmed death. Right. Um, It occurred in what sounds, it's a health facility, what we would typically call a nursing home in Washington State. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's Kincaid, Washington, Um, and there was, uh, apparently, this virus has taken root in this nursing home, Mm -hmm. and there were two patients and one healthcare worker Mm -hmm. um, who were diagnosed and treated. Um, One of them, a 50-year-old individual, actually um, died of the disease, Um, but he was in poor health. I mean, Mm -hmm. and everybody says that, that, you know, like many of these viruses... Uh, the very young and the very old right. are the most susceptible. Uh, there's also a 70-year-old female resident who has uh, the uh, disease but is being treated. Right. And then there's a 40-year-old healthcare worker. Now she's in more serious condition because of her age. But there's a 40-year-old healthcare worker who works in the facility who is being treated and seems to be. The making
0: 70-year-old work. is in more concerning mm-hmm. care, right. or concerning condition. Yeah,
1: because because their 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 mm-hmm. um, health uh, overall right. health is not quite as good um in this uh facility there are 108 residents and 180 staff and so far 27 um residents have shown pneumonia-like symptoms Mm -hmm. and 25 staff have shown but they haven't been confirmed yet okay so they have the symptoms interestingly uh pope francis Mm -hmm has a cough and stifles. Oh, so he has canceled, the, yeah. the, everybody thinks it's just a cold, but he has some of the symptoms. And of course, Italy is one of these places where the virus has taken root. Right. There's over a thousand cases there. Um, and so he has been sequestered. He's right. he's not having any large events. So they have the symptoms. Now the disease hasn't been confirmed.
0: Well, let's, let's say quickly, um, certainly viruses such as this is a, a bit outside of psychology, um, not what we—not something that we typically talk uh-huh. about—but we're right. going to talk about it from the perspective of how we need to respond, right. um, you know, to, to something like this. Uh, but that said, you know, as we were pulling together some of the information and all, you know, kind mm-hmm. of looking at what it is and mm-hmm. how it got to where it is, um, there's a few things that I think we should mention, and, and that is, I, I saw a, a video. Um, it was on Facebook. Um, so, you know.
1: I would have missed it then. Yeah. That's why okay. I'm mentioning it. Um,
0: w- where a, a person was in the grocery store and found Lysol spray. Mm-hmm. And he said he was looking to, for Lysol spray to, um, cool. to disinfect things. Mm-hmm. And, and on the back of the Lysol spray, it's, it talks about the germs and viruses and stuff that it kills. Cool. And one of the things listed was coronavirus.
1: On the back of lysol? the lysol
0: okay, can, right? And so the person was like, you know, th- here it is on on the on the back of the lysol can. How can mm-hmm. the government say that they don't <clears throat> that they don't have a cure for it and right. all this kind of stuff? Let's say this: <laughs> coronavirus itself, as a family of viruses, is not new. That's right. Um, That's
1: that was the first thing that everybody should know. Right. This is not really. it. This family of viruses has been around for a long time.
0: Right, it's a family of viruses, so it's been around for a very long time. The the new one that they're calling um, coronavirus disease twenty nineteen. Right. That's, that's this current is is a new um, variant of the virus, and right. that's why it's that's why it's so um, new problematic right. because it's a new virus, and it's um, so it's not something that we really have any treatments for yet, mm-hmm. because as we know, each. Variant of a virus or um, even bacteria, for that right. for that matter, um, requires a different type of mm-hmm. treatment, and mm-hmm. so that's why we're not really sure how to treat it, or we don't have any vaccines or anything like that mm-hmm. for it. Not because it's we've never heard of coronavirus before, not because right. it's never been seen before, but mm-hmm. because um, it, it's this this particular variant is new.
1: Right, and um, you mentioned. Coronavirus Disease 2019. The name changed to COVID. COVID. Corona, coronavirus disease is C-O, Corona, V-I, virus, uh, D, disease. Right. 2019, so they just shortened it to COVID-19. That's right. where the name comes from. Right. Worldwide, there have been 87, about 87,000, mm-hmm. 584 cases. Uh, 2,000, and this is important because when... Dr. Bernie talked about, we're not experts, in. Inf- we don't pretend to be experts in infectious disease, Right. but there are issues here that we think are germane to um, psychology. right okay One and of them what is- we talk
0: about on the podcast in general.
1: Right. One of them is that there have been, of these 86,000 cases, there have been almost 3,000 deaths, 2,975 as of um, yesterday. So there have been 2,000... 99- yesterday
0: was uh, Leap Day, yeah, uh, February leap for- 29th, right. for that for record.
1: And so, um, but there have been 42,000 have recovered. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to talk about this later. And yeah. I think that's important. Right. Of the 86,000 cases, 42,000 have recovered so, so far. almost half. That's right. That's right. And so uh, we're going to talk about panic mm-hmm. when, a little later on in the show. Okay. Um, the other thing is there have been... There are 60 locations internationally where the disease has spread. People aren't quite exa- the experts aren't quite sure exactly how it's spreading. Um, obviously, human to human contact, but where is it coming from? And mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and where where should we not visit? You know, we're not, mm-hmm. there have been mm-hmm. bans with Italy and Iran and a couple of other countries. Um, so. Um, As you said, it's a family of viruses, and it's creating what is called a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I said, what what exactly is a pandemic? Well, there's three words here. One is an outbreak, one is an epidemic, and one is a pandemic. An outbreak is simply more cases than are normally expected. Right. Okay, that there's an outbreak of measles. Okay, there, mm-hmm. some measles are expected, but an outbreak is more cases mm-hmm. than you expect. Now there are no hard numbers here, but right. just more than you expect. An epidemic is there's more illness than expected. Mm-hmm. So outbreak is um, the there are cases, um, but um, epidemic is there are confirmed illnesses. Mm-hmm. A pandemic, uh, like many things, comes from the Greek word pandemos. And pan is everybody and demos is population. So mm-hmm. a pandemic is everybody in the population could get it. So is this a pandemic? Is, pand- risk, right? Right. is mm-hmm. this a pandemic? Yes, sort of is. By definition. By definition, it's a pandemic. Are there hard numbers? No. And there's a little bit debate. Of, is it really a pandemic? But do and- words
0: like pandemic make it sound scary? Right. Yes. yes.
1: That's the problem is pandemic sounds Wow, what's really going on? It just mm-hmm. simply means that we are all at risk. Right. Okay, Based on what we know about the disease, everybody is at risk. Okay, The last pandemic that we experienced was in 2009. Mm-hmm. Most of us remember that. And it was the H1N1 mm-hmm. um, virus. And it killed hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. Yeah. So these aren't insignificant events. Right. Uh, hundreds of thousands died in the pandemic of, 19, of 2009. Curiously, another pandemic which I don't remember, but my father told me about, he was a young boy at the time, was the Spanish flu virus of twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, right yeah. after World War One. Nineteen
0: eighteen. Nineteen
1: eighteen and nineteen nineteen. Yeah. And um, the reason I know about that is my grandmother was a, a young woman, but she was sort of the village healer, you know, mm-hmm. of, of people who got the flu. And more soldiers died, more, more of our soldiers died of that flu mm-hmm. than died in World War I. Yeah. Okay, so it was a, it, there were millions of people who died. Mm. We, didn't have the, we didn't have the healthcare system yeah. then that we have now. We're gonna talk a little bit about the healthcare system yeah. in relationship to this. So that gives you some broad notion of, of the numbers. And the other thing we urge you to do, if you're going to look up information please rely on reputable sites. Okay. The Center for Disease Control CDC in Atlanta is is putting out regular bulletins. Yeah. Uh, don't, you know please go to the most reputable sources right. Okay? And
0: we have a link to uh, their most recent update right. um, in the show notes and mm-hmm. um, that was from again yesterday February right. 29th. Um, one thing that we want to begin with, I think, is um, as we were talking about this, uh, Mm -hmm. and this is sort of a a generalized, not specific about the coronavirus, but just something in general. Um, But what we know and what we're talking about as it relates to this is based in science. The S word.
1: And and it's based in the only science we have.
0: Right. And one of the things we've talked about on the show many times Is the importance of relying on science? Right. The, the importance uh, that that there is on understanding where science comes from, how we use science to, to appreciate facts and right. trends and you know figures and right. numbers and all of that kind of stuff. And we rely on science to inform us, but also we rely on science to treat us, to mm-hmm. to provide us with um, vaccines and treatments for different conditions. Um, and so as many people will sort of pick and choose which science they, they, they want to, um, to listen to and to follow and to um, validate, if you will, um, let's, let's just make sure that we understand that this is the same science that brings us just about everything else that we know and we think about, um, such as um, climate change and um, oh, other illnesses and other right. treatments and, and, and all of that. All of this is the same science. That's right. And and so if we're going to um, appreciate this science, we need to make sure that we appreciate all science. And we can look at the strengths and we can look at the limitations and weaknesses and what we know and what we don't know. But typically speaking, scientists do a very good job of saying, this is what we know so mm-hmm. far, and this is right. how we know it. And these are the things that we don't know, and this is what we're going to do to try to figure out those right. answers. And this is just another example of that uh, right. that, we, that we think is extremely important that we acknowledge. Right.
1: Science is science. Right. It's, it's a way of... Answering questions, little school children in elementary and middle school, mm-hmm. they do science fair projects, right. and they learn how to do the process mm-hmm. of science, which is you begin with a hypothesis and you test the hypothesis. These are tried and true. It's the only science there is, mm-hmm. whether it's in elementary school right. or at CDC or in some nuclear physics lab at Columbia. It is the only science we have, right. and you can't, as you said, you can't choose. Well, I'm gonna. I want. I want scientists to get to work on a, on a treatment for COVID-19.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You want scientists, researchers, experts, okay? You can't
0: yeah.
1: choose one and say, well, but I don't believe the science in vaccines. And I don't believe the science in global warming. And I don't believe, you can't pick and choose. Right. You either believe in science or you don't believe in science. Right. You can't say, well, I believe in this science, but not this yeah. science. The same science that's going to protect you from this virus is what we use to study vaccinations in children right. and aut- the autism vaccination link. So you, you can't say, well, I want this science, but I reject this science.
0: Right. And, and, and you can certainly identify scientists who may be. Somewhat biased, or may have influences because of mm-hmm. where their funding comes from, and all of that. Look into that, and use that. Be, be a critical right. thinker, and say, "Hey, you know, let me let me look more into this because mm-hmm. you know that person who says that um, smoking tobacco causes cancer was funded by the the tobacco industry. Right. So let's look at some other researchers who aren't funded by the tobacco industry and see right. what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's what being a good consumer of information is all about, right. and so um so appreciate science right. science is what we have
1: right so and be careful of people who who denigrate and and criticize the scientific community right. um, it's all it's the only science we have right. we we have to be very careful um, about how we treat science and how we fund science and yeah. how we fund research Absolutely. Um, we need it Again, this is a good example of that yeah Second issue, so that's science. Second issue is our healthcare system. Yeah, um, we hear all okay, We don't. There's a great debate. We have an election year coming up, and healthcare eventually is going to get put on the radar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we have a great debate in this country about how to provide healthcare. And I think everybody agrees that our healthcare system is in a bit of a mess right now. Uh, there's there's money available, but it's going to the wrong places, and mm-hmm. um, we're not doing enough research, and we don't have but the big one of the big issues is universal health care and everybody says well should it should health care be a right or is it a privilege Mm -hmm. that only a few people can afford Um, we can make this a political debate until we get a pandemic right and then suddenly it becomes becomes very personal and very real okay because now you want to make sure that wouldn't it be comforting to know that everybody is getting good health care right now? Right. And everybody has access to health care. We could have a, we do have a system right now where people who can't get access to care, if they have this virus, are going to spread it and they're going to die in the street. Right. Okay. I don't think that's a value that most of us right. are going to pursue.
0: Well, and, and I remember, it makes me remember um, a professor I had in, in grad school who said, uh, you know, there's not a sick aisle at, McDonald's, you know. Th- so right. we don't we don't quarantine people who mm-hmm. are living in the community wh- right. who are sick. And so because of that, we need to consider how mm-hmm. we're managing our, our healthcare system, who has access to care and who has access to treatment. And va- mm-hmm. these vaccines, you know, I could imagine a vaccine coming out for coronavirus mm-hmm. and. Um, you, know, you could just imagine it being so costly that it's... Yeah, it $5,000. How
1: yeah. many people have five? There's a handful of people who do. Yeah. Some of us could scrape together five. If you have a family of five, now it's uh, 25000 right. not 5000 Okay, yeah. And so do we want to dole out health care only to people who can afford it? Right. Okay, And this pandemic um, or epidemic or outbreak, it doesn't matter, um, reminds us that maybe we should... Um, address this health care system right. you know say what you want about the affordable care act i refuse to use the word obamacare um, because it sounds it sounds derogatory. derisive and derogatory um, but 20 million people got health insurance 20 million people were added and we 're able to get health insurance because of that. We have programs for children in mm-hmm, most states mm-hmm. where they can get low cost for low cost or little cost they can get health care. I think we need to start thinking very seriously about how we 're going to keep everybody right. healthy because it now depend. i mean you 're in trains and buses and offices right. and buildings and like you said the, the, line, the in a restaurant you know yeah. your waitress your waiter uh, the people doing Walmart. your cooking. Every place you go, you're going to be exposed to people who are sick. And if everybody doesn't have health care, everybody is at risk. Absolutely. So I think we need to reframe that debate a little bit. Right. Okay. Um, what about the panic? Yeah. That's, that's it.
0: And that is the, the, the crux of what mm-hmm. we want to communicate with you guys today. And that is, yes, um, there's a lot of information coming out about this. Right. Yes, it is a hot story. Um, and yes, it is... Um, Sort of um, a sexy topic that everybody's talking about, and mm-hmm. like, hey, let's let's you know look at this coronavirus, and there's all these memes and everything about it, and the masks. Right,
1: <laughs> you can't buy masks in right. some cities. Exactly. there are no masks or you're limited to the number of masks you can buy. And as my daughter wrote to me yesterday, and she said, "Don't bother. The masks actually make it worse because they trap right. the, d- the diseases. So be very careful before you push your panic button."
0: Right. And, and and that's what we have to be cautious of. Is we, let's not let's not panic. Let's, you know, there are people who were um, staying home and not going to work and
1: <laughs> keeping their children out of school. And right. You, know, it, you don't need to do that. We're yet.
0: disrupting important parts of our life. Right. Parts of our life that we need to continue, whether it's mm-hmm. work or school or or, right. or buying groceries. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're avoiding these things because out of this fear, that really isn't based on any any statistics that suggest that you're at an increased risk right now? Right. We're yeah.
1: not, right. We're not really at an increased risk right now. There, there is risk globally. We right. understand. Everybody is at risk for the virus because we have no way to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can prevent polio. We mm-hmm. can prevent measles. We can prevent chickenpox. We can't prevent this virus because we don't have any, we don't have a, um, a, a, a drug yet to do mm-hmm. that. Um, and so, but there really is no need to panic okay mm-hmm. um and remember that statistic that we gave at the beginning
0: mm-hmm.
1: right you know, over forty two thousand two thousand people have died forty two thousand people have recovered right. okay so unless you're very old or very young very mm-hmm. very susceptible very uh frail um you're even if you get this uh have the virus and get the disease um you're probably going to recover I mean right. it's, the statistics suggest you're going to recover.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: And we're going to get more treatment. Yeah. You know, the other thing um, that we did, I didn't mention, CDC has 75,000 test kits. Mm-hmm. Who gets those? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you, you just can't, you, you're just not going to mount the defense for 300 million people. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So people who are at risk, healthcare workers, physicians, mm-hmm. nurses... They're the ones who need to be right. uh, tracked and monitored carefully.
0: Right. Okay. Absolutely. So, so. And, and the la- one of the last things to mention, and, and this is um, this is a statistics issue, um, not that we're going to do a statistics class. Don't want to trigger anybody's PTSD there. But um, no. let's recognize the difference between relative risk and actual risk. Mm-hmm. OK, so, you know, because people talk about, oh, you know, we have an increased risk of this and so we have mm-hmm. an increased risk. And they'll start throwing out numbers like, you know, you have a 100 percent increased risk or you have right. a 75 percent increased risk of, of this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are called relative risks. And, and what that means is, um, you know, if you're the, the difference between relative risk and actual risk. Mm-hmm. All right. So if your actual risk is, um, you know, point zero zero two right. percent.
1: Now we're getting it or very very small. I'm already lost. Very
0: very We're small. We're already into
1: statistics. I'm lost. You very, said you weren't going small. to do that.
0: But if you if your original risk is 0.002 and it goes from 0.002 to 0.004. Right. Okay? Relative? That's 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 your um, that's mm-hmm. your actual risk, all right? It went up from 0.002 to .00. It's still it's, pretty small. It's so so small. Right. But the statistics that you'll hear on the news is it raised. It, it went up a hundred percent because it went from 0.002 to 0.004. That's a hundred percent increase. Mm-hmm.
1: But the numbers it, are small.
0: But they're so small. It's so tiny. so that's the actual risk. The actual risk mm-hmm. is, is so small. The relative risk is right. scary. Mm-hmm. So be mindful when when you hear some of these numbers being thrown out. Just be mindful that. It is provocative, mm-hmm. and it it gets you to watch the news, right. which is a lot of the purpose right. of the news now. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets you to watch the news, and that's what they want. And so, be mindful of what some of these numbers mean. Don't just listen to the numbers and say, "Oh my gosh, I can't go to the grocery store today, right. or I can't send my kids to school today because the risk is so high." Because they throw these numbers out. It's it's still you know right. eighty thousand people out of. How many billions of people mm-hmm. in the United in the world. Right. Um have so. this,
1: right. Yeah, there's 80, 86,000 cases, but there are billions of people in the world. Right. So it's a very, very tiny right. fraction. Yeah. Um a final note, alternative facts. Right. This is the danger when people talk about alternative facts, and that's your opinion, and that there are times, many times, when we need very hard data. Uh, very specific numbers. And this is one of those cases. So when people talk about alternative facts and this is your opinion and, well, what about that? No. This is where science right. is absolutely necessary. And this is why we have to fund science. This whole thing about cutting government programs. When you start cutting government programs that do research, mm-hmm. you're cutting into the very programs that we need to save lives. Right. Okay, This is really serious business. And um, when you start cutting here and cutting here and cutting here and cutting here these are the things you're right. cutting out this kind of research right. and if you want to look at some data look at the cuts that have been made to the re- the medical right. research facilities in the united states over the last 10 years i'm not right. blaming any particular administration i'm talking about cuts that have occurred over the past 10 to 20 years right we keep cutting and cutting and cutting and everybody thinks that's a good idea suddenly maybe it's not such a good right, idea. right
0: because we can't we can't prepare for things we can only react to things when, when right. we only have You know, when we have such a restricted uh, amount of funds to do some of this research, we, you know, it doesn't get become a priority until it has to be a priority. You know, everybody forgets
1: that about fifteen years ago, a guy by the name of Grover Norquist um, was able to push through Congress um, a pledge that they would uh, not only reduce, not only not raise taxes. He made representatives our elected officials sign a document that they would not vote for any tax increases. And also, there was a thing called the sequester, which everybody forgets about, mm-hmm. that funds were frozen at that level, and that was about 15 years ago. And so we have to be very careful about um, allocation of resources. Uh, we're, you know These kinds of programs that we need... For these kinds of healthcare issues and other, but mm-hmm. particularly healthcare issues, they have to be funded adequately. Right. There is money available. There's money right. for a lot of things. Certainly, we have money for this.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, don't panic.
1: Don't politicize it. Don't get panic. To, get
0: the information, but don't panic. All right. all right. That is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.